brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino. Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi there. If you like what we do here at ProWrestling.net and want to show us some support, there's no better way to do so than becoming a ProWrestling.net member. For $7.50 a month, if you just want to try it out for a month, or $5.50 a month if you take the annual option, you get ad-free access to ProWrestling.net, access to all of our member-exclusive audio updates, including the .NET Weekly Audio Show, which this week featured a great conversation between Jason Powell and Bruce Mitchell from PW Torch. If you would like to become a ProWrestling.net member, head over to ProWrestling.net, click the membership link, and you can be signed up within minutes. And now... Enjoy the show. This is the Pretentious Wrestling Podcast, a production of ProWrestling.net. I'm Will, he's Jake. You can follow us on Twitter at Will Pruitt and at Barnett Jake. On today's show, New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Climax 27 is happening. We name our MVPs, our best matches, and discuss how we think the tournament will play out. So, Jake, uh, you and I were talking. Actually, I think we could have recorded this show before we started recording today because we we just got caught up in a discussion about New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Climax 27 tournament happening right now. And I think one of the most remarkable things about it is you and I were just sitting around chatting about it and like earnestly discussing paths to winning and things like that. And that that's not something we usually get from tournaments in pro wrestling in the U.S. And uh, I know the G1 is like this every year, but it, it's a bit of a breath of fresh air, right? Yeah, I mean, round-robin tournaments are difficult to, you know, make suspenseful because, you know, and, and I think they've done uh, a, a much better than average job of doing it here. But, you know, typically it usually ends up with a lot of people bunched up towards the top of the bracket. And then a lot of people with very few points and, and, uh, and no chance to win. And I think they've, they've managed to, I guess, create paths where, you know, even people who currently look like they're, you know, they're four points out of, uh, you know, uh, of the tournament lead, you know, could potentially still win because they have important tiebreaker victories and, and things like that. If, uh, if they're able to run the table. And so I'm, uh, I, I'm, you know, really enjoying this year's G1. It's been nice to see even, even those who I guess, you know, weren't, weren't favorites for the tournament or, you know, still, you know, are, are kind of being ruled out of contention at this point, having, great tournaments, you know, and having unexpectedly good runs, you know, like guys like Juice Robinson and, and Mike Elgin, who I think you could mathematically eliminate at this point. I think he's I, I fully mathematically eliminated. Yeah, I, I think you, even though, 
you know, he's got like two points at this, uh, at this juncture, you know, and, and completely out of contention, uh, you know, for a finals appearance, he benefited quite a bit just from being in the tournament and will take some momentum away from it, having competed in matches against top stars and, and looking good in the process. So, I mean, the, there's things that the G1 does for New Japan when it comes to setting up paths for people to not just, uh, you know, have good showings in a tournament, but potentially ascending from, you know, a lower place on the card to a higher place simply by having competitive matches that people have enjoyed. In some ways, it's like watching a month-long Royal Rumble in that it sets up what's going to happen in the next like six months in New Japan. It tells you these are the matches you're going to see again, because generally if a champion loses, they end up being challenged for their title by the person they lost to in the lead up to Wrestle Kingdom. It tells you what feuds to watch out for. And it's a nice little reset on the year. You get some new blood mixed in, which I think we're seeing with Zack Sabre Jr. getting fully integrated into the New Japan roster with it, with uh, Kota Ibushi's return. And you just get some really fun matchups that you might not get elsewhere on a New Japan show because uh, Tanahashi isn't going to face uh, a ton of guys. Like his, his dance card ends up pretty similar. It's Okada, it's Omega sometimes. It's, you, you know, you're not always going to get to see tanahashi against ishii even and this is an example where we're gonna get to see that pretty soon absolutely i mean do do you have a top three matches you watched thus far top three uh tanahashi against um uh, against kota ibushi definitely up there from i believe i actually have a list of matches i'm gonna pull up on my laptop right now because i uh don't know that I will get all of the knights right off of the top of my head. But as I wait for it to load, come on, Google Drive. Be cool. There we go. This is great radio. Uh, I'm going to go Kota Ibushi versus Hiroshi, Hiroshi Tanahashi from Night 11. That was probably my favorite match, hands down. Really fun, great stuff from both of them. And watching Tanahashi play the heel in that match made, like, delighted me in a way. Um, And then actually, I'm going to have to give it to two Michael Elgin matches. His matches against uh, both uh, Kazuchika Okada and Kenny Omega delighted me. Uh, Elgin put up much more of a challenge in both matches than I thought. He... He did really, really well, and I'm not a big Mike Elgin fan. I, I think he's a really strange wrestler in that he, he's got the big matches in him, but I just don't care at any other point except for while he's wrestling those big matches. But he had two really great big matches against Okada and Omega. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree on uh, on two of those. Um, Tanahashi and and Ibushi and uh, Omega and uh, and Elgin mm-hmm. are two of my three favorites. And I am going to put Okada and Juice Robinson as my third. That one almost did so, it for me. 
Yeah, simply because I I just really enjoyed watching Robinson feel, you know, just kind of ascend up the ladder in that match. It really felt like they were trying their best to make him into a star that they could use, you know, in a much higher position at, at Wrestle Kingdom next year. You know, if he continues to have a, a strong 2017 post G1, uh, he could be in a position to challenge for a championship or something at uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. At least the Never title. Yeah, yeah, it may not be a very important one. I, I don't know, but uh, certainly he uh, he'll be taken seriously at this point. And I think he could be in a more important position after Wrestle Kingdom around the New Beginning shows or around uh, say Dominion next year. I think we could be talking about Juice Robinson in the U.S. or IC title picture, maybe even in the world title picture uh, in New Japan. And it, I think it very much based on his performance in the G1 and especially this that really gutsy performance against Okada. Like, it, it's rare to watch a match where someone goes in obviously overmatched and still tries to fight the way he did. And he he really looked like a million bucks in defeat there. Yeah, I, I have to. I'd have to agree. I mean, and I guess from a from a surprises standpoint, I think Evil has had a great tournament as well, and we uh, talked about that a little bit before we started recording. But I didn't. I mean, he was somebody that I did not have like gigantically high expectations for, uh, you know, coming into this tournament. But he's he's pleasantly surprised me, particularly in his matches with uh, Omega and, and Sonata. I thought they were very good. Yeah, he's been... Uh, I've been kind of surprised by Sonata, too. I, I I found Sonata versus Yano to be one of my like guilty pleasure favorites, as Toro Yano matches are in the G1. Um, Sonata versus Yano was really fun to me, but Evil is having a great tournament, and I, I think becoming a lot more than just another guy that stands with Naito, but kind of breaking out on his own uh, through this tournament, and... It's nice. I I think what makes this a little more fun than something like the Royal Rumble uh, with the same goal getting accomplished is you get nine matches from each of these guys. You really get a sense of who they are. You get some personality. And even as wrestlers lose, I mean, you've had the great story with uh, um, Nagata losing every match thus far. But, you know, the, the great story of him kind of almost getting there each time and just not making it not not being able to climb that mountain one more time and that that has been kind of a fascinating and neat story to me yeah i I think he's been uh something of an emotional favorite for a lot of people who have been following the tournament i it's uh you know, it's a bittersweet showing for him in the tournament, but certainly uh, an excellent story for for somebody who, you know, is clearly on, on his last run and just kind of trying to uh, to show that he's still got it, but just coming up a little bit short. And you know, it, it gives him a, a nice uh, nice swan song and a way to bow out gracefully when it's all over. Yeah. What have you thought of Zack Sabre Jr.'s tournament? He's another newcomer to the G1. He hasn't been in uh, this kind of tournament before. How do you think he's done? It's It's been fun to watch him compete with, uh, you know, with genuine New Japan heavyweights. I, uh, I really enjoyed his match with, uh, with Tanahashi. You know, I think that's probably his 
signature victory, uh, you know, in in the tournament thus far. I also liked his match with Kota Ibushi, even though he didn't come out on top. I I liked the uh, the clash of styles there. Uh, so I, I mean, I, I think he's he's sort of coming into his own as a contender in in the heavyweight division here, and he's you know he's on. He's on top of his uh, bracket at this point. I think it's a what a four-way tie there, and yeah. uh, he does have a you know a path to uh, you know to some suspenseful final three matches heading into the finals. Yeah, we get a uh, Zack Saber Junior versus Naito here. I think tomorrow, so that that should be really exciting. Uh, but we got a uh, he has. I think he has a rematch with Ishii coming up too. Yeah, and that one's going to be really really fun to watch. I loved their match at the uh, G One Special in the U.S. Uh, month ago now time flies who who for you is the mvp of the g1 thus far uh tabushi by a mile um I, at least for me i it's just been so much fun to watch him take off the uh the the anime tiger mask <laughs> w mask and uh and, and become kota abushi again and I, I don't know you know what his contractual status, you know, will will remain to be with with New Japan. But uh, just what a what a series of matches he's had, and probably will continue to have in this tournament. It's just been so much fun. And I think, you know, aside from his match with uh, with Bad Luck Fale, uh, there, there hasn't really been uh, you know a clunker in the bunch. And I'm not saying that the match he had with Folly was bad. It just isn't one of my favorites, but he's got it's hard Goto. to have a great match with bad luck. Folly. What's that? It's hard to have a great match with bad it, luck. Folly. It is. I'm but, not sure. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, cause you know, he's got, uh, Goto Nagata and, and Yoshihashi left on his schedule. And it, it, it's definitely possible for him to run the table. And if the, uh, if the stars align, he could still end up winning his bracket. I think that's, uh, one of the more exciting things about this year's tournament is that there's still, even though people are a few points out of, uh, you know, being in that top echelon, there's, there's still a path to victory for him. Especially on the a block. I mean, uh, almost anyone in the a block could still rise up and, uh, win it with Ibushi, Fale, Goto, Makabe, uh, those four each having six points each. And then Naito, Ishii, Tanahashi, and Saber each having eight points, two points a match, three matches left to go. Anyone could win that. Uh, I don't think anyone in this bracket is loss-proof the way, say, Okada and Omega are for the most part. They've shown that they don't mind having Tanahashi lose a match or two. They don't mind having Saber, Ishii, Naito uh, them lose. So it's it's not out of the question to think that Ibushi rises up in his bracket. It it's re- the A block is really anyone's. The B block to me is the 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 kind of fascinating one because at the top of the B block right now we have Okada who has gone through the first six matches of the tournament undefeated and Omega who has only one loss in the tournament thus far. Each of them have three matches left and that third match it's Okada versus Omega three. How do you see this playing out? I I kind of wonder if Omega wins. And wins the block because he then has the tiebreaker over Okada, but that's Okada's only loss in the tournament. Yeah, that that seems to be the I, I guess for me the most interesting outcome because then you have three matches between them. You have a clean victory 
victory for Okada. You have the uh, the sort of time limit draw they had, and then you have an Omega victory, which you know they have to have a rubber match at some point, and yeah. that becomes you know the you know a big draw whenever it takes place because they're both champions at this point, and uh, you know and, and depending on how well Kenny is able to establish that U.S. championship and develop its prestige, it could be you know one of the biggest matches in New Japan. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Can offer, uh, you know, when, when they get back together. So it, it, it certainly seems like the ideal outcome uh, for that bracket. And I, mean, I, I don't know when we you know when else we might see it so i i'm still hopeful that we we get the abushi and omega final that we uh that i've always wanted but uh (laughs) seemed very unlikely at the start of this i still i i'm more convinced that an abushi versus omega final is possible and you know if if abushi isn't uh it isn't signed like if he's not going with new japan as kota abushi to the dome then I get doing it here. I, I think there is a ton to put into that match at the Tokyo Dome. But uh, no matter what, I hope we see Omega versus Ibushi in the next six months. Like that, that is deeply important to my life. I need it to happen. Uh, and I wouldn't be shocked to see it in the final of this either. I, I think that would be a really fun path. I could also see them. Uh, I could see, you know, an Okada and Tanahashi final, I think a lot of people wouldn't be psyched about. Um, we've seen a lot of them in big matches. It's always good, but still, uh, an Omega Tanahashi final would be fine. Um, do you think they would go with something like Omega and Ishii again? I, I don't see that as a uh, possibility. No, but I, I think Omega and, and Naito is possible. Oh, yeah. They had a great uh, match as part of last year's G1. If I recall, yeah, yeah, they had a great match, and and so there may be, you know, there, there's a, a story to tell there with uh, with Naito being out to uh, to settle that score, yeah. and so, um, you know, there, there's there's still plenty of possibilities coming out of that A block, and by no means, uh, you know, is is do I have some kind of crystal ball to tell you what the future holds? But uh, the I, I it's just you know my my own selfish. Uh, you know, self-interest to see Okada and, and uh, or excuse me, Omega and Ibushi in, in the finals. But uh, by no means is that uh, set in stone uh, or even the most likely scenario. So I, I'm uh, I'm excited to see it play out just because I think these final three matches, you know, depending on uh, how how things break for, 
you know, for a couple of guys, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get a, a surprise outcome and, and one that, uh, you know, that, that gets people excited to watch that final. Yeah. Uh, I'm just kind of hoping Yuji Nagata gets some points. I, 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 I'd like to see him win one. Uh, not against Ibushi, but I, I would like to well, see him win one. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at the uh, the bracket breakdown here, and he's got uh, Ibushi and uh, Fale and Saber left. So he can beat. I Fale. guess. I guess Fale would be the uh, the the easy one, but we'll we'll see what yeah. happens. Oh, on that note, I think we'll wrap it up for today. Thanks for chatting about the G1 with me, Jake. That's a it is it's a, been a great year for this tournament i mean just yeah, yeah more so than uh than even last year which i which i enjoyed extensively it just it just seems like they've managed to to keep things exciting right down to the wire and and the outcomes didn't seem quite as in focus as they did for last year's tournament well and there's there are things like that omega versus okada match where like that that got announced and they announced that it would be on the last night of regular g1 matches and i i just find myself sitting here like come on let's go let's let's get to that i need that give me give me that give me that for life are, are there time limits on these uh on the these g1 matches minutes. yeah so yeah. i guess that's that's always hanging over their heads too yeah uh, that'll be actually i think that's the most interesting part of that okada and omega match is it's a 30-minute time limit when they just went 60. That's that's going to be fun. Uh, but yeah, th- this has been a really great year. I think, uh, folks, if you're looking for somewhere to catch up on stuff about the G1, I'm going to be publishing a list of matches uh, today, as it's probably up on the site as you listen to this, uh, as part of my weekly blog that became not so weekly in the month of July. Uh, but also, uh, VoicesOfWrestling.com has a great breakdown of each night some really great reviewers over there and it's a good place to look if you're if you're just looking to find a match or two or some stuff that you want to check out that that's a really good place to go to just find like a couple matches to go to new japan world and watch thank you for listening to this edition of the pretentious wrestling podcast for more please subscribe to this podcast in apple Podcasts. leave us a rating and a review show us that you appreciate us and if you want even more content check out prowrestling.net's membership option Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.